Hello everyone, welcome to the FemFit Society podcast. As always, I'm your host Leah. I'm super excited because I have a co-host this week, which doesn't happen every week. One of our lovely co-founders, Kelly Sekolovsky. Did I say it right? You nailed it. Nailed I'm it. super excited. I hope I don't mess you up co-hosting. I've never co-hosted before, so... It'll be an adventure. Oh, our listeners know you, they love you, and we are joined by Bethany Robinson today, or probably Hi. better known as Sporty Beth. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Of course. Do you get people like just call you Sporty Beth now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is strange. I forget that, that that's how they know me. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, Sporty Beth. And I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> At least it it's a cool name that they call you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, and also, but I find I now just know everyone by like their Instagram names. Yeah, so I've said it before, oh, you know, like this person, that, and they're like, who are you on about? And then I said, and they're like, oh, that's not their name. Well, it's their Instagram name. So how yeah. else are you meant to know them? And I used to conceal my name as well because I was a teacher until like October gosh October 2022 I think I left um and I was like the whole time I had an Instagram <laughs> thing that was quite I had quite a lot of followers and I was like I didn't want the students to find it so I just wouldn't have my name on there and it was just sporty bath so <laughs> it's, your, it's your entire personality now yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't guessed if you follow either of our lovely guests you may know that they are both expecting so what else are we going to talk about <laughs> we're not going to talk about it at all obviously uh, <laughs> but you are both coaches as I say you're both expecting both work in the industry so we thought why not have an episode all around training in pregnancy both first-time mums it's super exciting so uh probably start with you Kelly I know we've just had this discussion before we started recording that you're actually both at like a really similar like point timing wise um but yeah. for anyone listening who is going to kind of possibly relate or is pregnant themselves of course like how far along are you how are you finding it yeah um so I am 24 weeks today um we found out we're having a little boy in June my due date's June 1st um pregnancy like I'm sure Beth will say too is just such a journey um yeah, I'm definitely yeah I'm definitely feeling a lot better than I was in the first <laughs> trimester. Um, definitely got really sick, which like, to me, it was kind of par for the course because I was like, oh, if I'm sick, that means like I'm pregnant. It's, it's real kind of, uh, but it's kind of a healthy baby though, actually sickness, isn't it? it like yeah. And so I think it was like, kind of a nice reminder, which I was like, I've never been happy to feel like crap but I'm trying <laughs> to be happy about this. And were you like vomiting or were you like nauseous? Which one? Girl, like, from, we called it the witching hour from 12 to one. I was puking every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because like when you're early in pregnancy, obviously you don't want to like tell people yet. So I would always have people try to schedule calls right in that time. And I would just be sitting, looking at myself in the screen on zoom, just like white as a ghost, like, oh my God, they probably think I look terrible. But anyway, I second trimester, the fog has cleared and uh, outside of just being pretty tired, like knock on wood, so far so good. Um, recently started to feel baby kicking a lot more, which has been super fun. Um, it's a nice little check-in like, oh, okay, you're in there. Like, cool. Thanks for stopping by. Kick me again <laughs> in an hour and I'll check in on you. Um, 
but yeah and I'm excited for both of our June babies yeah, <laughs> yeah so Beth you are around the same yeah I'm 23 weeks so t- coming up to 24 yeah and um my pregnancy so far has been absolutely horrific I've had like I'm vomiting from week three and all day nausea like both um and I couldn't keep any food down for the whole of the first trimester and part of the second trimester so I didn't stop being sick until the 17th week oh gosh see that's not even true because the sickness has come back now (laughs) it's really sporadic but it's just like every couple of days now I'm just sick or I've got a day where I'm just really sick all day um but I was probably sick like five to seven times a day it was like it was it was really bad if I moved I was basically or if I moved or if I ate I was sick um and I've had like (laughs) I've had so many weird things going on they said it's totally fine but I occasionally feel like I'm gonna faint or have like near fainting episodes in workouts and um, I had to go see the paramedic at my local doctor's surgery recently just to like get everything checked he's like no it's fine it's kind of normal it's just to do with your blood volume and like if it happens just sit on the floor um I remember well, this is fun like, yeah I've seen this meme going around and maybe it's because I just know a lot of people that are pregnant at the moment and yeah like, oh you go to your doctor with anything in pregnancy that like you could have one leg and they're like yeah it's normal, normal. <laughs> I literally was gonna bring that meme up so I definitely read your mind it's like oh like yeah I'm just you know passing out every day like puking in my sleep doctor's like mm-hmm yeah pregnancy's hard you're like oh okay so everything is normal okay yeah and it's like if for any other reason if you were sick for four months straight you'd be in hospital like (laughs) you'd be on a trip (laughs) but it's like oh but you're pregnant totally normal great sign you're like uh I can't move but thank you so much (laughs) and it's interesting because of course you are both like super fit people anyway you both work in the industry and like I was saying I struggle to feel motivated to train like on a general day and I'm not growing a human (laughs) how like Beth I know you posted like a lot about your training and stuff and I think it's super helpful for other people to see that it is normal and people can train through pregnancy and stuff like how especially when you're that poorly how do you find the motivation to go into the gym and train this is like a it's it's um I feel like the way I'm gonna phrase it is gonna be really unrelatable because basically I've got a mental illness I've got bipolar disorder and if I don't exercise then I will get sick my my mental health rapidly declines if I don't exercise so it is it's almost a form of medication for me I can't not do it so it's like a non-negotiable and I also being uh, like mostly an online coach now I work from home a lot so even in the first trimester when I literally had like if 100% was my normal energy, I was down to like 10%. I was using that 10% of energy to get to the gym. And even if I was throwing up mid-workout, I still got it done. And and I don't ever rely on motivation because I can't, because motivation is just way too fleeting. And I try to like, like the whole, don't know if you've seen it, the motivation action cycle thing. You mm-hmm. can like start with action and then motivation turns up halfway through, which I tend to rely on. And normally I enjoy it when I'm in it. I don't really want to do it. I don't want to be there. I don't want to get there. I don't want to put my gym kit on. <laughs> but I turn up and I, I kind of like it. And it gave me a little bit of like the sickness backed off a little bit I felt a little bit more myself when I was working out but mostly I do it because I have to and because 
it's what keeps me stable which isn't very helpful for the everyday person <laughs> but it is because it is such a form of exercise and we uh, of medication you say and like yeah we talk about it so much and I think it's a conversation in society that is is still like classes taboo which baffles me still but you know we do talk about it more and everyone is more open and it's the first thing people say to you now you know if you're struggling have you tried exercising and yeah. so I love that actually you speak about it like that because it is so important and even when you are kind of going through this whole other journey in life and you're bawling and everything that actually that's something that's going to keep you going so yeah. my mental health got a lot worse as well during pregnancy like I struggled with it, a lot of anxiety my sleep's got worse which is a trigger for my mental health and it like it's been even more important um but it is also it can be said quite flippantly by doctors and stuff like oh try lifestyle changes like that's gonna magically fix people and it doesn't it's often a combination of medication and other factors and learning how to manage it and yeah so <laughs> I have like I'm in two minds with that kind of um promotion of it on social media because I feel like we've got a lot of influencer as influencers out there that are like oh if you're depressed you just need to move more and it's like it's not that simple like yeah like that's gonna solve it all like get therapy like because exercise the gym isn't actually therapy like therapy is therapy and a lot of us need it (laughs) oh I'm such a I love therapy (laughs) yeah (laughs) I need to be in therapy for the rest of my life I think I think that's just perfect (laughs) Which it's is like, like totally normal. I'm like, yeah, I, mean, I think it's talk about like, oh, go to therapy when you're in like this hard part of your life. But that's why you like, why don't you go all the time? So like, not when it's good. all of a sudden, like, ah, I need you. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to ask you about like the mental health kind of effects that you felt from being pregnant because mm-hmm. somehow when I like first was pregnant and like, backstory I've been pregnant two other times and unfortunately had miscarriages but sorry thank you but one of the first signs and this is so weird I get crippling anxiety like like out of nowhere I literally will just talk to my husband be like I'm so anxious I don't know why and then like a day later I'll take a pregnancy test and I'll be like oh like what (laughs) like but it's weird that it has like when your hormones are racing and it's just such a weird effect on your mental health. So I'm happy to hear that exercise has been a good outlet for you during yeah. this, but I totally agree. I think you see the influencers that are like, not happy, just work out. You'll be happy. Like, okay, this is a lot different. Like, this is like a chemical, like thing in my brain that's making yeah. this happen. So like, maybe it works for them. Maybe they've got like a mild form where they can just like, not for some of us, it's not going to exactly. work. But yeah, it definitely does help. But for, yeah, so for me, as soon as I got pregnant, it was really weird. Like my dog knew before I knew, which was strange. She was like protecting me. It was very odd. She kept sniffing me as well, like sniffing my mouth. I think you, uh, you give off some sort of hormones. And she was like, and then she was like really stressy around me, like guarding me from anyone that walked past. And then I was so anxious, but I'm, sometimes I get that though. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm just having a bit of a blow mood, like a bit of anxiety day. And then I was like snappy and I'm never snappy. I'm like the calmest person in the world, especially my partner. My partner is so calm. And I was snapping at him that morning. And I'm like, what, what is going on? <laughs> and then I went upstairs to the pregnancy test and it came back with like the faintest line. Cause this was like week three, like eight days post ovulation. <laughs> and you oh could barely see it. Uh, and I was like oh shit like I'm actually I'm actually pregnant but I took it down to show him and he was like ah I think I'll wait because I can't really see anything 
and I'm like no like, like the hormones magnifying there. glass yeah <laughs> and so I did a digital one and then showed him the digital one that said two to three weeks and then he got very stressed it was really weird because it's totally planned but it happened in two months so <laughs> he was like that was fast <laughs> don't you feel like when you start trying like your husband partner is like yeah we're gonna have sex all the time <laughs> and then same thing happened for me I got pregnant every time very quickly my husband was like wait what <laughs> and then I'm like well I'm actually really sick now so don't touch me Get away yeah from me. <laughs> literally like I'm just puking all the time so leave me alone <laughs> yeah yeah definitely well I was tracking ovulation as well so I knew the exact days um but yeah <laughs> isn't that sexy when you're like we have to do it today yeah, otherwise <laughs> I don't think you mind <laughs> oh no it's great and what I find really interesting like from a training perspective I know you're both coaches obviously Beth you do a lot online Kelly yeah. you're in a box I know you're like there at 5 a.m strong <laughs> she's excited but during yeah. the first few weeks in particular when you're maybe not telling people like for anyone who, I don't know, we get a lot of followers who do CrossFit because that's our backgrounds or just in general going to a gym, like, do you, did you tell your coaches? Did you tell other people in the gym who you were with? Like, did you just kind of keep it to yourself? Like Kelly, from a coaching perspective, how did you kind of deal with it? Like, I suppose when you were coaching, but also when you were being coached. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so important because you want to know when an athlete is going through that, because obviously I'm not going to be next to you saying, push it harder. Like you're going to win today if you're struggling with this other thing. But, but yeah, I, I try to keep it very close to the chest, but I almost feel like, and Beth, you probably feel this way too. Like, it's like that patient doctor confidentiality. When someone tells you that it's, it's like, okay, I know this because I'm a professional, so I will not tell anyone. And that's kind of the same way that I was with my coaches who are also my coworkers because I work out at the same place I coach. So yeah, it's okay. This is super on the DL. And for me, it was always, I was like, don't even say congratulations yet because like yeah. things can happen. Yeah. But I felt like I needed to say something just because I push myself to like a normal, like, like my husband thinks I'm a little crazy because to <laughs> me, like, if I don't throw up like once a week from working out, I don't feel like I push myself hard enough. Like that's just like <laughs> who I am as a person, like a hundred miles an hour. And so, right. yeah, like people notice right away. They were like, huh, you're really like beating you in workouts. You're dogging it. And it's, uh, so I, I had to kind of say, Hey, might not be my usual self. Here's why keep it on the DL, but you just, you feel like a liar. You're like, Literally. yeah, you know, try to make up like my back hurts like I, my back didn't hurt I just was gonna throw I up. made up loads of niggles I was like oh <laughs> like weirdly like my shoulders and my hips are hurting at the same time and it can't Crazy. be burpees. <laughs> what was the first like movement that you started changing because I was was that that was it burpees yeah, it I've seen like people go hard doing burpees when they're pregnant and I'm like I've seen that I, I couldn't how do, you, how do you do that like physically how does that work <laughs> but that was the first movement you cha you changed because it would make me sick I did I did do it whilst three or four weeks pregnant but I was just peaking so I was like that one's gone 
and I didn't tell my parents until six weeks um so I kind of couldn't justify but I didn't need to in the early part until I told them um oh I think I stopped doing squat cleans though my joints went really weird I I like the hypermobility stuff um I always stopped doing snatches that was week three so it might have been snatches actually because it felt like my arms were gonna rip off because like heavy snatches I did I went to like 60 kilos and I felt like my elbows were gonna rip out the sockets (laughs) I think that's the relaxing hormone um it just really affected me and then also my hips went really weird when I was doing squat cleans so I just started doing powers and pretended like I was slacking <laughs> I'm like no I'm just gonna be one of those people that just does powers this week I'm power for life like I don't even yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah it's fine someone says it tells me to do a squat queen I'm like do I have to <laughs> really yeah. can I just go above parallel mm. that's funny that you're talking about like relaxing though because I was always under the impression and like I wrote about this recently for one of our articles I was under the impression that it was gonna be like a slow like yeah I was like oh yeah eventually like my core will start to not feel as strong and one day I was benching and I don't think I realized how much like obviously when you're benching you need to contract your core so the bar isn't like going all over the place I went with like a weight that I normally feel super confident with I went down and went to press back up and I felt like there was like a strong breeze in the gym my bar was going all over the place and I looked at my friend who also has had kids and she said, relax and hits pretty hard, huh? And I was like, is that what just happened to me? Like this is crazy. And but it just feel really weak as well because it's something to do with like the ligaments and tendons can't, they're not adjoining your muscles to your bones as well as they were before because of the relaxing like loosens those ligaments. And it, and yeah, like all of my lifts, I was like, oh, it'll take a while for my strength to decrease. No. <laughs> and like, yeah, it still looks like I'm lifting heavy weights, but I was like, I'm still going to go to like 70 to 80% of my max lifts. And my body was just like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, we're done with that. <laughs> <I'm not gonna. laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's so weird because I think, and it, we live in such a world of social media now, which is great in so many ways, but obviously not in other ways. But <laughs> particularly, I think, and again, I don't want to make this too CrossFit focused, but I know we all train CrossFit, so it's, it's an easy kind of way to describe. But particularly in the last 18 months or so, we've seen a lot of pregnancy training because of Tia Toomey, of course, who has just... I expected that to be me. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to be doing handstand push-ups my third trimester. <laughs> Totobar, no problem. Yeah, literally. (laughs) And it's so impressive. And obviously the way she trains in general when she's not pregnant compared to anyone else is just astounding. But I think the kind of, there's been a light shone on it over the last like year or so because of it and how, you know, people can train up until the end. Like, it's so interesting you said that because that was going to be my question. I'm like, do you look at that and think, oh yeah, that I can do that that'll be fine or you're like no that's so unrealistic and I know it's different for everyone yeah and I was so like that I was like everyone's different like all bodies are different we're gonna go into it and it'll it'll be whatever it is but for me I was like no I'm gonna be I'm gonna be training like tier two B or like not like her necessarily but like just continuing the way I have been doing in CrossFit for the last couple of years I was like my ability is gonna stay the same I'm still gonna be able to do all the gymnastics there's not gonna be any any sort of issues so I was like 
it well obviously she's able to do that so maybe all of these modifications that people are saying that you have to do are like not that necessary and then couple days in I'm like my arms feel like they're gonna fall off I start to get like a really bad like abdominal pulling sensations is like some of the movements and like some pains and stuff in my lower abdomen but I've been having that I think it's because I've got quite like tight core muscles at the bottom and they've I've been getting abdominal pains they've taken me into hospital for a couple of times because that's like a warning sign but they were like no it's probably just your uterus pushing your abs out (laughs) but yeah it's normal yeah normal. but yeah there was like so many things I was like oh I literally can't do that movement now <laughs> and that was just like like a squat clean <laughs> yeah and it's it's so cool to see how like these competitive athletes being pregnant has kind of pushed forward like the narrative of you like it is safe to work out and yeah, that's really positive I think that that's been super cool obviously same kind of thing for me where I was like oh, I'm gonna be able to do all these movements until I'm like six months pregnant what are you talking about and it's so hard because so much of like your identity is your physical ability in the gym so all of a sudden to have this totally different training goal of oh I just need to show up and survive the workout today versus I'm going to push my weights. I'm going to push on all these things was super different. And I, I agree where I was under the impression that I was going to be able to do things a lot longer than I could and becoming okay with it. It was a whole journey in itself. Like it's hard for it to just get taken away from you, like way earlier than you planned. Like I had all of these modifications that I was like, that will probably come in the second trimester. And they went like week eight. (laughs) you're like well we're gonna pull that out a little earlier than I thought yeah yeah um but Beth I would love to know like obviously you have such a big following on social and as we all know when you are pregnant people decide to tell you what to do (laughs) way more often than they normally would which is great my mouth Kelly I know I'm like I'm like, what I hear is probably like way dialed down with my like 20 followers versus what you get to hear about working out while you're pregnant. So I'd love to know, like, how have you kind of stayed positive through like potentially negative feedback and and how do you like just tune out anyone else's opinions? Because I know it's something I struggle with too. And I'm just hearing from a small amount of people. Yeah. So I, for context, I get hundreds of hate comments every single day. A lot of them come from YouTube and TikTok is they're probably the worst. And then I do get them on Instagram. If I get one video that goes viral, it's normally like a, a video that's a bit older. So like a month ago or a couple of weeks ago, it starts to go viral. Then all the trolls start to come in. And obviously being a bigger athlete, being a plus size athlete, I've been getting body shaming, that kind of stuff for for years and it's not something that I can tune out it really gets to me on the days when I'm not feeling great or when I've got I've got like body dysmorphia and I've struggled with eating disorders as well so I have some wobbly days with those things and I just really struggle and I have to talk to my partner about it at the moment I'm in a phase where I don't check my notifications I don't read my comments on any of my posts older than a day um Uh, yeah I just don't look at anything unfortunately when I open the YouTube app though the top three comments come through whether I like it or not so I can't avoid not seeing them 
um and it's what you can imagine I get the I get the body shaming stuff still like I posted one yesterday that was like someone telling me to be in a calorie deficit fully knowing that I'm pregnant like <laughs> because I shouldn't be showing my daughter that it's okay to be obese or whatever he said which is ridiculous like no one should be in a calorie deficit even the biggest people should not be in a calorie deficit while they're pregnant it's not safe unless advised by a doctor yeah Ugh. and then you've got all the and they're always men obviously 99.9% of the trolls anyway are men because I don't know what's up with them but for some reason they feel the need to lash out at women on the internet because they can't deal with their emotions exactly (laughs) they're all telling me that I'm gonna have a miscarriage I'm gonna injure the baby in some way that basically that's that's what they keep saying and it's that's really hard to hear but it was also not true like I've tried to educate myself a lot on this and exercise has not been proven to cause miscarriage at all it's always something else um and it yeah they just say the most horrific things but then before they were saying horrific things it's just even harder now it's about my child (laughs) your child and you're doing everything you can to keep your child safe and you're working out and exercising so that you're healthy for your child and honestly like as someone who has been through miscarriages before it is so easy to blame yourself and it is so easy to say oh did I lift too heavy did I push myself too hard and I mean I had DNA testing done where they said no that's absolutely not what happened it still was something that I really struggled with because you just it's like anything you naturally blame yourself so to have people commenting things like that that have no idea what actually goes into that like yeah. it's it's wild honestly and I always am just like where did you get your degree what, what medical school <laughs> did you go to sir on the internet who doesn't have a profile picture next to your username where did you go to medical school like exactly. it's and that's the thing like other people are going to see these comments that maybe have struggled with miscarriage and various other things and it's just not okay to say that kind of thing and it is going to put that in other people's head and it's just it's just not true like exercising during pregnancy is shown to lead towards better birth outcomes not worse so it's it's ridiculous (laughs) and I follow I like midwife pip she's another good podcast I follow her and she talks about it a lot I've listened to a lot of podcasts with like actual people in the field that know about exercise and like the impacts and yeah at least it makes me laugh a little bit because I'm like most of them are men and I'm like what really do you know like (laughs) yeah you're not even a woman Yeah, and cool. And let's talk about these specifically women issues. Let's talk about this thing that happens in women that we don't want to talk about most of the time when people are actually dealing with it. But sure, let's shame you into saying yeah. that this is going to be what happens to you. Yeah, I'm glad that you don't read the comments because, like, no, I try not to. That's but... like doing nothing for you. It's it's not. It's like okay, cool. If you're gonna leave me a positive comment, great. But otherwise, I don't know. It just it. I wonder how people have so much time, you know? Like, I always think, I'm like, how do you have the time to do this? But also, yeah. on a, on the flip side, have you found it nice to have, like, have you found people that are maybe also pregnant and going through the same thing and having, like, supportive people on social as well? Has that, have you found that as well? I know sometimes negative can outweigh the positive when there's, it's so detrimental when there's so many people, but 
with so many followers of course and like a following and I assume even Kelly with like the femme fit like community that we've built like do you feel the positivity and the people that you're helping as well well for me what's really sad about it is not reading my comments not checking my notifications means I see I don't see either so I don't see the positive or the negative but that's why I do check the post within the first day and like and especially being open about my sickness and because I batch created a load of content before the 12 weeks and then I posted it after we'd announced so I had content going up from like like I'm three weeks pregnant this is what's going on um, which confused a lot of people I had loads of people saying like why are you posting about being pregnant when you're only three weeks I'm like no I'm 12 but this is old <laughs> but anyway um and I had loads of it really helped me to read the comments of people that were going through similar stuff and I did another post the other day about how much I hate being pregnant because I literally do hate being pregnant it's awful it's so difficult for me in so many ways and I feel like a lot of women are just super positive about it and they're like oh my god it's amazing and beautiful and wonderful and I feel like a husk of my former self and that is not my experience and I wanted to talk about it and I had reams and reams of like essays of comments with people that were saying the same thing saying that they felt like they felt the same during their pregnancy and they felt like they couldn't talk about it and like <laughs> I thought I was the only one that hated pregnancy <laughs> uh so, so to read all of that and loads of support and stuff it was really nice yeah yeah I think people tend to romanticize it a bit because there's that that guilt of oh I get to be pregnant and so it's well if you're complaining it means you're not grateful for what you have which is ridiculous because you can be two things at once you can be both grateful and it suck and then also I had a comment from a woman that was like I've been trying to have a baby for the last 10 years and I finally got pregnant through IVF and I hate it and I feel so bad because I'm one of the lucky ones but Mm -hmm. and because I've been through that journey but I still hate it and I feel like I can't talk about it and like I think it's so important that we don't squash other people's emotions by being like other people have it worse. Some people can't have, some, some people can't get pregnant. So you should be grateful. Therefore not yeah. knowing about anything ever. Like, that's yeah. Funny. People always have it worse. <laughs> like if you look yeah. at it that way, we can never complain about any problem ever. Like Literally. you can never have any sympathy <laughs> for anything. Then you exactly. Have unhappy people trying to squash their emotions, which isn't effective anyway. <laughs> exactly. No, I felt the same way when I was in my first trimester because I was just happy to be further along than I had ever been. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm growing up, people are like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, I'm just really thankful. But meanwhile, I'm like dripping sweat, like just puked for an hour. Like, I'm just really happy. But like, yeah, it was hard. Like, it's hard. And you're allowed to be like a little miserable about it. But yeah. it doesn't mean you don't love your child. It doesn't mean that you aren't super thankful for the opportunity that you get but I think like as someone who's like gone through it and been there I would never look at that and be like oh you ungrateful be like <laughs> yeah for sure it's like being a parent that's gonna be hard too and you can't there's a, a load of parents feel bad about speaking out about how hard parenting is and it's we just need to stop telling people off for being honest about how they feel because that's part of the reason so many people struggle with mental health because they can't be honest about how they feel <laughs> so yeah 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 all about honesty especially in this femme fit crew because that was one of the biggest things that we wanted to achieve wasn't it that we wanted people to feel comfortable talking about things or talking about things that 
people squash or don't talk about, like peeing your pants during Dubliners, which Kelly likes to bring up a lot. And I'm bringing it up because if that doesn't happen to you both already, have either of you, have you thought about like training post baby yet? Or is it very much like, I'm just seeing what happens because I have no idea what's to come. I'm taking it day by day. Like how into the future do you look, if at all? Like Kelly, I don't know if you have planned anything. I'm so scared. That's like the honest truth. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm already like, like I cough too hard and I pee my pants now. So I'm just thinking about when I I sneezed the the other day. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm thinking about, yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. Like pushing a baby out should help that. Right. Like, (laughs) so yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I think it's hard to prepare because you just don't know how it's going to go. Like if you end up having a C-section that obviously changes it so much. If you end up having like a natural birth, like it, I just feel like I can think about what I want to happen. But as we all know, like we plan for something in life, like I'm a chronic overthinker and over planner. And then the situation doesn't even happen that way. It happens completely different where I'm like, great. My plan that I carefully meticulously made doesn't even matter anymore. So I think I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, you know what? We're going to figure that out when we get there. So I'd love to have a better answer to that question, but I don't. <laughs> That's the best way. To, I think like, as you say, you you can't predict the future and you don't know what's going to happen. And there's so many elements to it that, yeah, you you can't plan. But I always, I, I find it an interesting question because I think like if we're going to use like tear as an example, I'm like, did she know she was going to compete like five months after giving birth? Like, could she have planned for that? Except like, I find it such an interesting thing as to whether or not you can plan for it. Yeah. I'm going to try and do my qualification, like uh, uh, pregnancy and postpartum qualification so that I know a bit more. Um, I am on a program at the moment with the Mamas and Babas Athletics actually. So they're hopefully going to do me a bit programming it what postpartum but yeah same like you don't know if you're gonna have a c-section or if you're gonna have complications or any like there's so many things that can happen I've again chronic overthinker like you I've looked into so many of the worst case scenarios like during birth like this is the thing where they like literally cut you and I'm like oh my god like how would I go to the gym after that <laughs> like you peeing everywhere yeah <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And then I've got other things going on. Like, I know a lot of people have to like strengthen their pelvic floor, but I've got an overactive pelvic floor. So I've never peed during double unders, but I've pe- peed during like, like a heavy squat clean or something where it's like, yes. yeah. <laughs> bracing. Like, yeah, it's, it's the bracing. <laughs> yeah. It's always yeah. so much worse for me in that too. Yeah. And, yeah. So I don't really know what's going to go on with that whether my pelvic floor is going to change and not be overactive anymore and go weak or I'd like I don't know I'm kind of tempted to get one of those specialists to like figure it out for me (laughs) yeah and we should say I know you're as you say Beth you're programming with uh to mamas and brothers and there are so many amazing pre postpartum yeah um, definitely out there that do it I know like FemFit we've worked with Hatch Kelly and yeah incredible incredible people out there so if you are 
struggling or you're not sure about what you can and can't do like there's so much free content out there obviously we will advise please don't take our, us as gospel speak to your doctors before doing anything in regards to pregnancy and post-birth but there is so much kind of content out there um, and things that have helped and I know we're all about bigging up other women so just from both of your perspective like is there anyone out there or anyone you've listened to things you've seen that you found really helpful in your journey like particularly from a, a fitness and exercise perspective and for me that midwife pip who's another podcaster she doesn't all of her content isn't about exercise but there are a load of episodes on there that are exercise based she's had like um olympians and stuff on there as well oh and i'll give you another hack um so if you go on to google <laughs> and type it this is really sneaky maybe i shouldn't say this but if you type in uh crossfit pregnancy pdf then you get all of this resource stuff from lots of different places that tells you the different modifications and i basically collated all of that and figured out what suggestions they were making that's so <laughs> and, cool yeah well yeah basically if you put in pdf after basically anything that you want it often comes up with pdfs that other companies have uploaded um which is is great you can get like i've got free training programs doing that in the past <laughs> not me writing down right know, as soon as we come out of school i'm like oh what am i about to you do? probably do it for like you could probably put in like postpartum training pdf and it would probably come up with some i mean you'd have to obviously vet it a little bit see if it's legit if the company that's got it is legit but if they've, yeah. they've put it up there on their website for free at some point it's there so well that is very handy <laughs> I know. Look at that. My plan. Postpartum right there. Google. Yeah. <laughs> or like probably the best thing to do is to like go with a qualified coach. For it, but, you know. That's what we would recommend. Yeah. <laughs> but just it was just because I was like massively stressing about it early on and it wasn't something I just wanted to absorb as much information as I can because that's my that's what I do with everything. So yeah, I wanted to look at what everybody else was saying about it. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. You know, like you mentioned Hatch, like we've worked with Kat from Hatch and she's been a super cool resource because she's just very like into fitness, but I, I've really liked her content about kind of ditching the bounce back culture of oh, how yeah. like bounce back after a baby, like, no, it's not a bounce back. It's like a completely altered version of the body that you used to have. And like, not saying that in a bad way, like we shouldn't try to be fit after, but I think it's also like the giving yourself grace after, because I know for me, even in pregnancy, I've been tough to give myself the grace that I need of, oh yeah, you can't do that anymore because you're going a human. And Mm -hmm. so I think I could foresee that being a, a hurdle that I'll have to overcome in postpartum as well. Like now I won't be able to lift as much as I was previously. And that's okay. Like it's going to build back up. So I think content like that for me has been super motivating to read because yeah, it's like, Oh, get your body back. Like, duh. Like, okay. You're going to bounce right back from this. I'm like, well, I feel like that's kind of misleading and I don't know if that's, what's going to happen to me. So it's nice to have people kind of keeping it real with that like aspect of it. Um, but, but yeah, I've, I I've been bad and I haven't really read a bunch of things about pregnancy because for me, like I came into this last one scared. So I was like, the more that I read that tells me all the things that can go wrong, the more fearful I'm going to be. So 
it's almost like when you don't want to read like the news because it's all depressing and you're just kind of like putting your blinders on. Um, so I've been trying to just like digest content from like pre-approved people that I know are putting out <laughs> positive, like accurate, good information. But but yeah, I think like that's been super helpful for me just knowing like, okay, after you have the baby, there's people out there who are telling you what it's really like and what what your mindset should be, not just, oh, let me fit back in my jeans. Like oh, there's goodness. so many more and more important things happening at that yeah. moment. Also, who wears jeans anymore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't worn jeans for years. To be fair, they don't fit me because they don't make they don't make jeans that fit me. My legs are massive. So and also being plus size like most shops don't carry a size that is gonna fit on my legs in any way shape or form and then I tried men's and my that my calves are clearly way bigger than any man's calves so <laughs> I believe that because most men ignore their calves entirely so <laughs> <laughs> oh it's just a nightmare like I only I find jeans that will fit one part of my body and then just not fit the rest of my body so no there's no way I'm doing that but yeah I'm I, as you probably know from my content I'm super against being like we need to make our body a certain shape <laughs> at all like bodies change throughout life and and it but to be fair I have found it really difficult my body changing during pregnancy and it has been really hard to like reaffirm to myself constantly all those things that I believe that it's okay that my body's getting bigger it's okay that like things are jiggling when they didn't before and like this is just what happens and that like postpartum it's gonna freak me out even more because I'm gonna go from being very pregnant to not being pregnant in a very short space of time and I've seen how much people's body change in that time and for me it's the speed of it that freaks me out so yeah all of a sudden it's just not in there anymore you're like well this was the reason why yeah it's gonna be so weird for me (laughs) yeah the reason why I was squishy now it's gone so like yeah (laughs) well maybe we should uh schedule an episode for like three months postpartum and we can happily do that or even we can do third trimester as well if you want to do another one because it's gonna be so fun in the same phase as me as well yeah no it's super cool but I think it's so helpful for anyone to listen and as we say you know we'll um there's a a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode that please make sure like this is our advice and a bit I say our yours (laughs) put it on you guys (laughs) advice and opinions but of course please make sure you you speak to doctors and and everyone is different and everyone's going to have a different journey so don't you know I love to say this on this podcast comparison is the thief of joy um social media is great but it can also suck so and there are some people that can't train at all and that's also okay too like there are little things that you can do like walking or like movement snack kind of stuff or like like anything little even if it's just something super small even just stretching can be helpful so yeah I I also feel having compared myself to like Tia thinking that I could do that (laughs) or some variation of that I I do worry that people see my content and think I'm absolutely killing it and not struggling at all because that's not accurate um uh yeah and I don't want people to compare themselves to me and think that they're not doing a good job because they can't be as active as I am because I'm really blessed in that I work from home and I can use all of my energy to go to the gym whereas there are loads of other people that can't do that so yeah for sure oh well thank you so much Beth it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on and it's been so nice to have you as a co-host um 
Yeah, I hope I did the co-host role. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I, I was the third wheel on this because non-baby, but we will put everything in the show notes, all the resources we've spoken about. Obviously, you can follow the guys along on their journeys. And yeah, we let's regroup soon and we'll we'll go through the next stage and, and maybe we can get a postpartum coach or something on as well. And you know, we can chat. But yeah, and also we are here if you've got any questions or anything you slide into them dms uh on femfit and we will do our best to help but thank you guys so much it's been an absolute pleasure amazing thank Thanks you so much. <laughs>